select hours on UBM Radio are furnished by paid programming. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of UBM Radio, Urban Broadcast Media, their subsidiaries, or sponsors. Your station for talk, music, and faith. UBM Radio Chicago, a service of Urban Broadcast Media. This, that, and the third. UBM Radio Chicago, a service of Urban Broadcast Media. Long live the chief for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long live the chief, chicken fighting over rings, chicken warm beef came. Long live the chief, yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long live the chief, uh. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UDM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the Third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good? It's your boy Calvin Leroy King the Third, and this is another live episode of This, That, and the Third, brought to you by none other than Urban Broadcast Media, right here in the heart of Bronzeville, man, on Chicago's South Side, 4108 South King Drive. And if you're not tuned into the live, if you haven't downloaded the app, and if you're not on the website, one, you late. And two, you still have an opportunity to check us out each and every time you want to on SoundCloud and now on iTunes, man. So, again, welcome to another live episode of This, That, and the Third with your boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup. So, uh, it's 8 o'clock. It's Friday. Do you know where your children are? Do you know where your husband is? Do you know where your wife is? These are the type of questions we aim to answer on this particular type of show. This is a lifestyle show, man, where we kind of... Like my man Al said, give you life, man. But the way that we do that is by talking about sports, politics, religion, uh, relationships, and a little bit of all that stuff uh, from a different lens, man. We try to give a creative perspective and a unique, genuine, authentic voice to our peers. We 80s babies, man. Are you or no? But even if you're not, we can relate to them 70s babies, even maybe some 60s babies, and definitely to the millennials nowadays that run the world. You know what I'm saying? So uh we just thank y'all for tuning in. Please, please, please make sure y'all go to Facebook and like and and follow the This, That, and the Third, spelled as it sounds, uh, Facebook page, man, because we want to get involved throughout the week. Even though we on Fridays at 8, we want to talk to y'all and communicate with y'all each and every day. We always posting some new stuff. We always shouting people out. We just trying to build this community neighborhood type feel and flow uh, to the experience that is known as this, that, and the third, man. So we appreciate y'all tuning in. Shout out to my man D. Curtis Randall on the boards. Always holding us down, man. Giving us that soundtrack. Extraordinaire. And shout out to my lovely co-hostess with the mostest, Miss Reese PC peanut butter cup man so we're gonna begin the show like we do in typical this that and the third fashion and recap what you may have missed last week so for those of y'all that weren't with us shame on you but at the end of the day we thank y'all for tuning in today or whatever time of day it is that you listening to us if it is on soundcloud and or itunes but what you missed last week man we kind of talked about politics with crochet michelle uh deciding to perform at the trump inauguration uh, talked about Trump meeting with Steve Harvey, Martin Luther King III, 
and other affluent African Americans and what was our um, response to that. And then we also talked about uh, were Trump's act- antics and actions, were they genuine or were they just politics as usual? In local news, we talked about the fact that Taylor Bennett, a.k.a. Chance the Rapper's little brother, has come out as bisexual. And we were actually just having a conversation offline. Is is that a thing, man? Like, if a dude has an experience, a sexual experience with another dude, isn't he just gay? It's not like he's bisexual. He's gay. And for females, it's a double standard in a positive way because you could just kind of had a phase or been experimenting. But with dudes, it's like one and done. Uh, male mentorships, man. Male mentors are needed throughout the Chicagoland area as well as throughout the world. And if you're in the Chicagoland area and you are a brother, uh, if you would go to dreamoneducation.org, they're definitely looking for uh, like-minded men that can help support our youth. Polish Pebbles is having their annual daddy-daughter dance on February 11th. I think that's Valentine's Day weekend at Donahue Charter School, located on about 38th and Cottage right here in Chicago. So y'all get in tune with the Polish Pebbles movement. Shout out to my non-for-profit wife, hopefully, fingers crossed, Kelly Fair. A lot of wives. I got. Okay, I shall call her my concubine. Is that okay? Can they be concubines? I think you can only have one wife, but multiple concubines. And then also, uh, UBM's Community Youth Employment Program has started, man. You will start to see, if you go to hashtag UBM Youth, or if you follow UBM on any of our social media outlets, you will see our youth are creating and producing content galore. They're here all day, every day, working with your boy, working with our specialists from Reese to Tiffany to Miss Cinnabella to Doc himself, D. Curtis and Al and others, and just getting uh, experience, exposure, and opportunities to train by doing in the multimedia space, the digital media space. And it's a very um, vibrant feel in the building, man. So if you haven't stopped by, if you haven't checked us out online, please do so. Again, that hashtag is UBM Youth. Check us out. In sports, we talked about the Cubs visiting the White House uh, just in time to catch the Obamas and just in time to miss the Trumps. Um, timing is everything. We also talked about the Cowboys losing to the Packers. As you all know, the Packers lost this week. So now they are going um, home while the Falcons will meet up against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. The Warriors blew out the Cavs about two weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in the health corner, we talked about not only the American Heart Association having the Sugarless Wednesday Challenge. I hope y'all are doing that and subscribing to that. And then also the five vitamins that your body needs more of during the winter seasons we talked about. And last but not least, our favorite topic was relationships. And we discussed eight habits that couples therapists say always ruin marriages. But enough about last week. Let's get down to what's going on today. How you feeling today, Reese PC? You feeling all right? Feeling good? Feeling great? It is. It is. It is. But if we be on CP. Like we start the show when we want to start the show. You know what I'm saying? We ain't in. We what they say? Uh, never on schedule, always on time. You right on time, baby girl. So in entertainment news, as I was here in the background, we got the sounds of blackness playing. Man, keep your head to the sky. A very inspirational and motivational track. Probably that you grew up on a little bit And we're going to talk about something positive going on in entertainment for a change So what's going on with Jada Kiss? Did you hear some, something in the news In the airwaves about Jada Kiss, man? I heard he was out at like uh, Penn Station in New York Like what was he doing out there? He was, I saw some, I saw this um, clip on Facebook And he was giving clothes away I think I think it said Clothes and food I think Yeah, it was just kind of random that I saw it And right. random that it was Jada Kiss To me anyway Right. Um, so I just thought that was interesting You know with everybody marching and talking yeah. about Trump and, and really focused on that I thought that was cool That was a nice way to 
you know, to really help. Right, right. To be part of the solution, right? Do something. Man, I actually heard that uh, Sister Teresa was quoted as saying way back in the day, if y'all going to have a march against war, don't call me. But if you're going to have a march for peace, hit my line. So it's like if you're going to do, if you're going to stand for something, people are all for that. But when you're just standing against something, it's kind of like, okay, we all have something we don't agree with. What do you agree with and what are you helping progress? But that's what they do with. I'm saying, but Jada Kiss is not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Jada Kiss. Uh, J-A-D-A. Got drama with the feds in the D-A. Uh, what about this Optimistic Challenge, man? The Sounds of Blackness is the soundtrack for the Optimistic Challenge. Have you heard of it? Right. Another random thing that I saw. Random occurrences. Um, Because you had asked me, I think, what would be the next challenge. Right, I think right. We talked about that. And so, yeah, Chance and his homeboys was dancing. I mean, they was like kid and play dancing. They was getting it. But Chance is a dancing ass nigga. Have you noticed? No. Like he not only is a lyric a lyricist, he's a dancing ass nigga. You seen Sunday Candy Sunday Sunday Candy video with him and D No. He was getting it. You gotta check like, that what out. Song he's a thing is that? Um Holy Thinking about it Holly. I've been waiting for you for this whole week. Okay, okay, I've been waiting for you my Sunday candy. It's like a song to his grandmother, but nevertheless, he was getting it on the footwork, on the bop, all that. He a dancing ass nigga. Yeah, he was dancing at the um the that fest this summer. What was it? The I fest. Dancing ass nigga. Yeah. He, he Shout out Chance the Grapple Man. Shout out to everybody that's participating in the Optimistic Challenge. And if you want to know more about it, hit hashtag Optimistic Challenge. I hope y'all know how to spell that. All right, what's going on with the Oscars, man? What happened there? I see we got four black actresses uh, that were nominated, including Viola Davis with her third nomination for Fences. Oh, I know. That's going to be a hard one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Have you seen Fences yet? No. I ain't checked it out either because that's one of them joints where I'm not willing to watch it on bootleg. I want to actually go pay for it and see it and support it. What about you? But you're not I on that. I have it. I've seen it on the uh, fire. It's available. Just you just haven't <laughs> had the time. Oh. Screeners copy too. I just haven't Screeners had the time. Copy. I'm finna come on. Am I invited over? Can I watch it? Because it's not popping up on fmovies.to. <laughs> I've watched Hidden Fences galore, but I haven't seen. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Hidden Figures galore. I'm acting like the white people, but I haven't seen um, Fences just yet. Uh, and then Octavia Spencer from Hidden Figures. Which character was that? Was that the more heavy set black yeah, yeah. woman? Yep, that yep, was like yep, the manager. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Very good, very and good. And then Naomi Harris. Now, I haven't seen Moonlight. Me so either. I don't know, but um, I know she's been in a few things. Okay. But it'll be interesting just to see who see they decide what? to give it to. Right, because you know it can only be one. They said it's only, it's okay, only could be one. Who should get it? I haven't, I don't have enough information no, to go just, off. But, but just based on the level of an actor, you may think of I would go with Vava. Vavavon, man. Viola Davis all day, man, because of her contributions to... Uh, uh, how to get away with murder? She is a beast. Right. And then um, I'm I'm sure Fences just because it's a adaptation of August Wilson's stage she play. She was in the help. She was in the help and did a thing. She's like that. She's like a walking Negro spiritual. And I she think was, the, a couple I mean, of the other ladies. A lot of stuff. I think a couple of the other ladies have a little bit more ground to cover before they just get an Oscar win so, over Viola Davis. Right. Come on, so she's a queen. I'm going to be interested. Yeah, and when when is that when does that information get released? When are the Oscars? Sunday. Shout out to Sunday. All right, La La Land. Did you get to check that out yet? No, you know what? Because that has a lot of singing. It's definitely so some singing and some dancing. Like watching Star is yeah. hard for me. Watching I haven't a new checked edition that out movie is, was hard yeah, for me. Yeah, with a lot of choreography. Singing. It's like you like to see more acting as opposed to choreography, and like you more like the drama and the 
emotional. Yeah, unless it's old school. Temptations. You rock with Temptations, Five Heartbeats, the whole nine. Right, the classics, the classics. We biased, though, because we was there. Like, not there, there, but when them movies dropped, they was a part of our upbringing. You know what I'm saying? It is. Um, And then we also see nominated for Best Picture is not only Moonlight, Fences, and Hidden Figures, but Arrival. Have you seen that? Yes or no? Hacksaw Ridge. Have you seen that? Mel Gibson is back. That shit reminds me of Saving Private Ryan with all the blood and guts and gore. I, 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 it watched me, but every time I tuned in, some nigga was you getting his what? fucking head blown off, G. I watched it, but I was doing other stuff. Oh, it's, it got a religious undertone to it? Yeah. You know, Mel crazy, dog. Mel is crazy. You was rocking with him? Oh. Riggs! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I willed you to me, Riggs! Riggs! I'm getting too old for this. Alright, man. Shout out to Andy Glover, man. Uh, what about Meryl Streep with 20 nods and only three wins? Uh, good or bad? Cause you know, a lot of people like honored to get a Grammy nom, I mean, an Oscar nomination. She's been passed well, I mean, over 17 times. Should, How does that feel? Look, we should look at who won. Who won during yeah. those 17? Yeah. Cause, <laughs> Cause it could have been. Right, right, all right. It could have been somebody coming with. Why, why is more it? More of them. You know what I mean? True indeed. So True indeed. But my thing is this. Why is it a difference between actors and actresses? When it's like there's there's equality in acting. You're either a good actor or you're a bad actor. You're oh, a thespian. You know what I'm saying? That it is. Okay. But why are there two different categories? Like employee no. of the month at McDonald's is not like here's the female employee female of the month and here's the male employee of the month. That's wild, right? Things that make you go hmm. Yeah, well, that probably wouldn't be fair because they probably would always give it to a man and a woman. Because yeah, because men it are the be voters. Like how the black people wear every right, year. right every every now and then they yeah. would be the minority. Oh, so maybe go. they need to make a black Oscars category: a, 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 a Latina, a black, an Asian. If you're then doing that, that be considered what segregation? <laughs> it exists. Look at Chicago. Where you live? South side, I guarantee. I don't even know where you live. You live on the south side. Motherfucker. Get out of here. Anyway, earlier you mentioned, uh, <laughs> she's in rare form, y'all. Please bear with us, man. Thanks to everybody that's on the Facebook Live. Please comment. Let us know. Yeah. What do you think about, what do you think about the, uh, Oscar nominations? And have you seen any of these movies, including Moonlight, Fences, Hot, Hidden Figures, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Manchester by the Sea was another one, and then Hell or High Water? I haven't seen either one of those. I've seen Hell or High Water. That was a good one, too. But ha- I'm telling you, you Hacksaw Ridge, Hacksaw. G. I gotta I mean, watch it, watch I it. I gotta watch I it, watch it. Alright, I got you, baby. Alright, so then, um, in addition to Meryl Streep getting passed over a lot of times, the new edition movie, the new edition, um, yeah, the movie came out in three different, um, tracks or three different episodes, right? Yeah. So, um, shout out to D. Curtis Rounder with the If It Isn't Love playing in the background, man. They sing so beautifully, don't you agree? So what, what were your, what were your reactions? Did you see all three episodes? I'm only on episode one. Where you at? Where you at in the series? Hour in the last episode. So why you oh god me like you was done? Because I was trying. To You're not done. You just probably saw the first hour of the last episode today. Like don't do that. Just what are you watching? You watching on BET or do you stream it? How you I, get to um, it? I recorded it. So. Do you DVR'd it? Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I only saw the first episode. I like it, and I think when we were discussing offline, one of the things that makes this so digestible as opposed to the Whitney biopic or whatever you know people want to come out with and have no input from the actual artists themselves or the artist yeah. family is the fact yeah. that they contributed to this now is it true that all of them were supporting this project and all of them had a stake in it or what, what was that I ain't see a lot of pictures of Johnny or, or Ralph with Sister Africa I, I saw I saw BBD and 
I saw Bobby, but I didn't see a lot of Ralph and a lot of Johnny. So what's up with that? We got to ask the supporter. Right. We yeah, gotta I get that inside school. No really. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I heard they had something to do with it, but seeing is believing. And if you're but not you know in the what? mix during the premiere, Johnny, it seemed pretty accurate, right? From Ain't, my account, did you ever hear back in the day about Johnny and Eddie Murphy being an item? Does that? Yeah. Okay, I was like, did I hear that or did I? Yeah. Okay, okay. And then um, with Ralph, did he tried a solo career and it kind of didn't go well. So is he still salty about that? Or why would Ralph not be associated with the project when it seemed like he was being so highlighted in the project as the talent, the actual voice of the group? He was. I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. But, but you know, ever since when his solo project failed in the movie, the connection never really. Yeah. You know, and they again, touch I, didn't on see, that. I didn't see the end, so I don't, I don't know. You how it need is. a man. I know, but that was the end, right? Sensitivity. Yeah, he was he was in the mix. I but thought Bobby was like true to. Bobby oh yeah, Bobby. All day long. <laughs> what what uh, Jamie Foxx say? The king of ribs and barbecue. <laughs> when he tried to, when Whitney tried to crown this nigga the uh, the king of R and B, he said what ribs and barbecue? Get out of here, Bobby. Ain't the king of no R and B. Shout out to R Kelly, man. All right, so um. What about... He was back then. He was back then. And it's subjective. I mean, who is really the king of R&B? When R did Kelly. R&B start in? Right. R. <laughs> Kelly for Chicago, right? Uh, switching it up a little bit, but staying with entertainment. Diddy's son, Christian, a.k.a. King Combs. <laughs> he has a new song out called Starboy. And my question is, one, have you heard it? And then two, should Diddy's son be trying to follow and fill in his footsteps? Or should he kind of create his own lane? Um, yeah, I heard it on Snapchat. He plays a... Time. I'm gonna okay. see if I can pull it up. But and it's um, called Starboy, right? Yeah. Okay. It sounds like one of Diddy's songs. Right. Of course um, it would, because he probably EP'd uh, it. Like his later song. Right, right, right. Like press um, play type. The yeah, late, late Diddy. You yeah. Know, that, that yeah, that Bob. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I mean it's hot. I ain't heard it. I ain't heard it, but Yeah, he looks just like his daddy. I have seen the kid and he looks just like Lil Diddy. Yeah. Lil Diddy. That's interesting. I yeah. wonder if he's going to change his name 50 times, too. Like, he's going to be King Combs and then Honeycombs and then, stupid. you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. He's going to switch it up. I don't know. You rock, you rock with Honeycombs? Nobody rocks with Honeycombs. <laughs> I haven't seen a commercial in years. Um, is it easier or harder to uh, come, come you know, be a, be a celebrity's child and try to get fame in that same industry? Or should people stay away from that? Like, if my father was... Uh, for example, Dale Curry and Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry did a great job of, you know, overshadowing his father. But oftentimes the father is better than the son in, in sports, in music, in entertainment. Tom Hanks' son is an actor. Did you know that? No. Exactly. Because Tom Hanks is so big, you probably didn't know that he has a son that acts. Wait, and he acts well. Who is it? His name is something, <laughs> so, uh, something Hanks. But at the end of the day, he's that no really Tom. That's no. If you look up Tom Hanks' son, it'll pop right up. Um, what's another one? Uh, did you know that? Uh, I think his name is John Vaughn or something like that. But he's Angelina Jolie and Angelina Jolie's father. Oh, the yeah. dude, the dude, the bad guy from, from Anaconda. Anaconda. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That's I know that. Angelina Jolie's well, father. Like, um, Goldie Hans and Kate Hudson. Right. Right. But Kate Hudson is. She's holding her own. Right. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the name? Um, with the lips. His, the lips. Tyler's. The Tyler's. Tyler. Steve Tyler from Aerosmith and then Liv oh, Tyler yeah, is his yeah, baby, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Jaden and Will. Is his name. You got Jaden and Will. Do you think that Will overshadows Jaden or he has his own lane? Well, I mean, Jaden, They're two lane, way like, different lanes, yeah. though. But it's like you'll never be Will. You so it's kind of like, why would you go that route? But like like uh, when Diggy was rapping. It's like you'll never be run. No, but th- th- okay, so 
for the both of them, I would say, especially Jaden, because JoJo was weak sauce. My son found some YouTube videos, and I mean, that that generation, those kids right. love that stuff. Okay, like it's a whole league of these little boy rappers right, out right, there right. that, that you've never, like, heard, never of. heard of. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was like, who are these? Little Stromio. <laughs> Who? Little Stromio. You ain't heard of Little Stromio? <laughs> right. No, I haven't heard of Little Stromio. Like, Bobby, you don't know this? Right. No, I don't. So, I mean, they're big in their own world. You okay. Know? So, just stay in your lane. Yeah. You, you can you can but definitely I mean, be the dopest okay, of your so generation. I did see Tom Hanks' son. No, he's no, no. What was he in? Have you seen his IMBD and, like, what he was in? Because if you see what he's in, you'll be like, oh, that was Tom Hanks' son? And it's just crazy because, yes, that's always been Tom Hanks' son. But Tom Hanks is such yeah. Tom Hanks that you don't right. even give his son a chance. Right. All right, man. Well, we're going uh, to move into politics real quick, if that's okay. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, so let's switch it up a little bit, man. And going to politics, you know, the talk of the town, the talk of the nation, the talk of the world is always and forever going to be for the next four years, at least uh, Donald Trump, man. And uh, Donald Trump, man, shout out to Solange with the cranes in the sky playing in the background. If you are only on the live and you haven't downloaded the Urban Broadcast Media app or you haven't checked out the website or you don't check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes, one, you stupid. Two, do that because you'll get the whole experience of the show because we got a dope soundtrack each and every week just for y'all, man. So uh, shout out to Solange, who I just heard is one of the contributors to all the music associated with Insecure. insecure. Yep. What? She's the music coordinator. Solange is That's, back, you y'all. Watch the credits. You learn things. I'm finna go kick a nigga in the elevator things. and just see if I get to the next <laughs> level tonight. You know what I'm saying? It's been it's been good for her ever but since she kicked Jay Z in the pancreas. No, she's done stuff for being Mary Jane. Okay. A few different things. But it was all after the pancreas kick to Jay Z in the elevator. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Go kick a nigga in the elevator it's tonight like she, and, and, and level uh, up. She's in formation. Yeah, she's definitely in formation, <laughs> man. Shout out Solange. Shout out the Knowles family. Except the dad. Right. Uh, but check it out, man. So in politics, man, Chrisette Michelle performed with Travis, Travis Scott. Right. Travis Green. Travis Green. Travis Scott. Who does Travis Scott? Oh, Travis Scott, the rapping nigga. Um, with Travis Green uh, working for me. Right? Yes. So why Why didn't we we know about that? We heard Chrisette Michelle was performing at the Trump inauguration. Nothing was said about Travis Green. Not going to buy his music. Why Why is everybody protesting the female associated with supporting our new president? But then when it comes to Travis Green, this gospel singing ass nigga, nobody, <laughs> nobody has a problem with that. Why is that double? Is that a double standard? Is that a thing or is I it just so. a one off? When you're in gospel music, it's like you're safe. Safe. So is that is that why Michelle went that route after Destiny Child? Like, <laughs> yeah. let me go. And get, he's, D. Curtis, D. Curtis said, no, no, you're not safe. He said, hey, it's, it's levels to this shit. With gospel music, it's levels to this shit. Yeah, well, you're safe sometimes from the public. Got you. Scrutiny. I got you. I got because you. Because it's like, oh, you know, she's singing about God. Right, right. It's can you okay. boo a church song? Can you? Can you boo a church song? Yes <laughs> yeah, or no? Yeah. You can boo a church song? Okay. Boo the person that's singing it. You can boo the church. Right. Girl, I, you need to I'm, I'm, I'm not booing you. God, right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm intervening on your behalf here. <laughs> he told me to tell you. And then uh, he said, God don't like ugly voices. <laughs> um, And then what about... Do you feel that regardless of who the performers were, right? So let's say that it was Jay-Z and Beyonce got invited to come perform for Trump after they kind of rolled out with Hillary and she didn't win. Would they have been conflicted or at the end of the day, is it all about the money? I don't think they would have won. Okay. Why not? Um, what if they, okay, so let's say, and I know why, because they have enough money that they couldn't pay you enough to do that. But just, what if no. it was an up and coming emerging artist that was like, I don't support Trump. And then after the inauguration, it was like, well, Trump said he wants you to come perform at his gala. What would have happened? Okay, so I think 
Beyonce and Jay wouldn't have done it because for their career, their long term right. business. Right, right, right. Not necessarily money now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just of how it would look. Right. So an up and coming artist would have to consider both Side. Show me the is money. It, is it worth it? Show me the money. But I mean, if they got a good team, they got to know how to spin it and make it work. For make them. it work. Like, we're all about inclusion and love and just I mean, getting behind be our president. Spot. We may not have voted for him, but he is representing America, so let's get behind him. Yeah. What about, do you think that Travis Green and or Chris Michelle were Trump supporters? No. No. So they in the same exact conversation that we're talking about, right? Yeah. All right. Did you know about day one executive orders that Trump came in with an axe and was chopping down trees as if he was a lumberjack of some sort? I do. I watched it. It was hilarious. This white nigga came through and did a federal government hiring freeze, except for the military, of course, because we always on some no limit shit, a funding ban to groups promoting abortion overseas. My question is, of all the th- the negative things that we're going to take a firm position against, abortion, population control, G, like how is that the most important issue to determine whether or not we're going to have allies overseas? Because it's too many poor people. So we got to, lim- but I thought the poor people were the people that work so the rich people could stay rich. Like, don't you need poor people to do the labor? Have you not seen, um. What? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. I've um, seen Hunger Games. What's the other movie? Um, A Descendant? No. Allegiant, Surgeon. That's what I'm saying. Divergent. Divergent. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Divergent, Allegiant. Right, right. Well, it's, it's, it's levels, and I know they try to, but everybody serves a purpose. But at the end of the day, man, it's like. They always been after abortion. I just never really understood. Why do you care what a woman is doing with her body? Again, I think it comes down to population control. We can't afford all y'all. We keep saying y'all. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> like Jackie Chan in Rush Hour, y'all, <laughs> y'all, you all. I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. What about the fact that he withdrew? Wait, he would, yeah, mind your business, but you the president, so it's all your business at this point. Uh, he withdrew from the TPP, which is the Trans Pacific Partnership, and he said that this is a quote great thing for American workers. Un- end quote. That's what he was talking about. I don't know much about that, but that's what he, um, when he would debate with Hillary, mm-hmm. that's something that uh, Bill signed. Okay. The Clinton signed. So he's not only Abraham chopping down Obama stuff, yeah, he's chopping he, down he's Clinton chopping down, stuff. He's chopping down the shit that he doesn't like, mm-hmm. the things that didn't benefit him as a businessman. Right. He's said oh, off with their head. I got yeah. you. Damn. So y'all better start a business or something, man. Like, figure out a way to get on this wave because it's here for four years. So instead of, it's, it's like get down or lay down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you either going to get down with what he's doing or you finna lay down and get rolled over because he on that. I heard he was actually talking about threatening um, martial law being implemented in Chicago and having a, implementing a 9 o'clock curfew for niggas. And have you heard about that? Okay, so did you watch the interview he did with David Muir? Nah. Okay. It Didn't was catch that the one. best hour of my life. What? Why? I was so entertained. Oh, yeah, the man. entertainment factor with this white nigga is it, crazy. He's such, like... This is like The Apprentice. That's what right, I right, feel right. like. Yeah, yeah. On a, right on, a, on a presidential level, this yeah, is this definitely is reality's TV. He basically said, um, yes, I think Chicago has a problem. And if they don't fix it. Right. I'll fix it for them. Hello? Like, why, I'm not just going to let it keep going on. Jeez. And to me, it's like, some of this stuff is what we think. It's right. common sense. So he's just saying it. Right, right, right. 
like, okay, next. He's, uh, he he definitely holds no punches and he doesn't bite his tongue. Look, David he says a lot like, of what people are thinking. Yes. And he's in a position to say it and not give a fuck about said, the re- repercussions. Do you agree with torturing? Do you agree with waterboarding? Are you going to bring that back? He right. Said, yes, I believe in it. I think it works. Man. He said, why I'd would talk. I not? <laughs> I'd talk. <laughs> Why would I not? He said, but now if my military people don't want to do it, then we're not going to do it. But I think it works. Wow. This dude, Trump, is the real deal. That that leads me to my next question, right? So with everything that's going on with Trump, good, bad, and indifferent, everybody is in tune right now with what's going on in D.C. and how it affects not only us in the state level, or city level, county level, but also nationally and abroad. So my question is, is Trump's presidency the most we've ever been woke on U.S. politics, man. Like, is the political climate changing in a negative way, but it's getting us as whoever we are, whether we're millennials, whether we're uh, generation, what are we, generation Xers, whatever, you know, 80s babies, blah, blah, blah. Are we in tune now because of Trump, and is that a good thing, or what? I think um, I think this generation, I would say X and millennials are in tune. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been here before right and generations before have done it and then it dies down right when we think things are okay when we think they've given us enough right right and then you know it builds up again stuff starts happening it goes in cycles yeah all right so speaking sticking on politics but getting off trump for a minute man there was some protests if y'all check out the this that and the third facebook fan page man every single week our lovely Social media correspondent, their lovely Miss Reese Piece of Peanut Butter Cup, gives y'all all the news that y'all need to know about leading up to the show, which again is Friday nights at 8 o'clock right here on Urban Broadcast Media. And one of the things uh, that she posted today, or throughout the week rather, was for WCCO-TV, CBS Minnesota. And it was a protest where the House Committee uh, was hearing where law, where, uh, it was a House Committee hearing where lawmakers decided that a bill, um, or were discussing rather, not deciding, uh, if a bill would be passed that protesters would now be liable to cover the cost of policing demonstra- demonstrations. So just imagine you go out to protest and dump the Trump, dump the Trump, dump the Trump. And on your way out, you get hit with a bill like, yeah, that would be fifty seven thirty six. You know what I'm saying? Right, or you've had to pay for it before. Or on the real. <laughs> you had you had to uh, you had to get an event bright ticket to go to the protest. You know what I'm saying? And pay for the police officers that are policing peaceful demonstrations what do you think about that you know what i just i don't know what made me stop on that but that man was so mad this nigga was t go to the page and see this clip so y'all can feel what we're talking about and you know definitely was on crutches torn acl d rose senior like shaking you like you he ain't was gonna adamant. Be in that seat. <laughs> he was adamant. He said the elected officials that uh, that his community elected were not representing the people that elected Ooh. them, and he was on fire. You seen a man on fire? He was Denzel Washington for several moments. <laughs> he was. So my question is, um, if this is going to be the trend where protesters now have to pay for the police presence at demonstrations, will the same thing happen with? marathons and parades and all these other kumbaya type events where police have to be present at as well or is that already the case because they're sponsored events or how does that work i think they do pay for security so like the macy's parade yeah they have to pay but or or they get overtime somebody they getting paid some but it's money being exchanged but it's one of them things where don't you have to consider the fact that the macy parade is probably sponsored and underwritten by several companies or whatever that are That's putting commercials around don't it. Mind paying it, right? And they they'll pay it. Money back. Where do you get a revenue stream from a protest? 
Black Lives Matter doesn't have a bank account. How do you know? Because they're black. Are they? And they matter. Are they? Because I what? No, they. Never mind. Look, let's not go there. It's cash only. Black Lives. I go with Black Lives Matter T-shirt. They say cash only, nigga. <laughs> I said what? Cash only. I said can I get a receipt? They said why? I said, man, never mind, man. I'm just going to get this uh, Make America Great hat, man. But listen, man, I just want to know, man, like, if, if this is setting the new trend, could it get out of hand? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to tax us to peacefully demonstrate, like, what else could they potentially tax us for? Well, they're taxing you on these plastic bags you got to buy if you they don't bring your own bags definitely be taxing us now. under the Aldi's Act. You got February. a bag and you're trying to no, buy one. It's going to be everywhere starting February. Gee, they went to paper bags only in chicago for like three days and then they went right back to plastic and i guess they started charging but us for the bags plastic is so, i hate that big that thick, thick ass plastic. that big ass thick ass plastic but, but it's durable yeah it's durable how many you got under your kitchen sink we have several hundred we have several hundred them motherfuckers make good for hooping bags traveling items that's my carry-on is a walmart bag look and they also tax and pop i don't drink pop so i'm good <laughs> you don't. I do not. Or maybe drink pop. you just don't buy pop. Right, I don't buy pop. <laughs> I don't buy pop. If pops around, I'll drink it, but I'm not buying <laughs> pop. Gee, right. never, never. Right now, that is some honesty. I'm the same way with uh, a lot of things, man. Look, if it's around, look. I'll indulge, but I'm not finna purchase that. I don't want it that much. <laughs> um, man, keeping on politics a little bit, man. Shout out to the former POTUS and Flotus, man. Obamas, man. We hope y'all doing some fun, entertaining, and engaging things with y'all free time. Um, are they the modern day Cosby's man? Do you feel like the the Obamas are the new representation of the standard for black love or what it should be? Um, you know what? What made me think about that is I saw a commercial on like TV one, obviously. <laughs> That's the only channel you watch? What you well, mean? Obviously, well, that it would be about oh, you know, okay. something so I got you, I got fair you. and genuine. I got, you, I got you, I got you, I'm with you. Um, and they were like, you know, for me. They were like the modern day Cosby's, and I had to think about it because I grew up on the Cosby's, a different True. world. The we whole, all did. We was there. You know, we was there. And so I was like, I guess they do. We was you there. know, just the idea, and they real people. Right. They work they, their way up, literally. Right. And you know, I just that was nice. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Right. My my thing is though, like if you're gonna go so far as to say the Obamas because they're a nuclear family, m- husband and wife, mother and father, two beautiful babies, no outside kids, no outside kids, uh, no scandals, right? They live together, right. you know what I'm saying? All these different factors that contribute Parents to get along, yeah, that right. type of shit, right? Um, why not blackish? Because isn't that the same exact thing? Why didn't they crown blackish as the standard for black love? When one, I think they came. No, no, no. The Obamas probably came first. I think Blackish came when yeah, Obama during yeah, his first term. Yeah. But nevertheless, why didn't they no, get I've, behind Rainbow and whatever Anthony Andersons? I've heard the same thing about Blackish mm-hmm. too. But that they are the standard for Black love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Rainbow is not Claire Huxtable. Well, she okay? is. Sluggish. You know, she is great. She is. Sluggish. Yeah, I love her. Right. I, I love it. her mama and. her. I seen this concert on like Can TV with Diana Ross performing in Central Park in in New York in the rain in a cat suit with all that. Oh my <laughs> That's god! That's what you was watching, huh? You was yeah, it was like random as fuck. It was like on Channel Twenty Five, and I could not turn away, you dog. Watch I when Diana Ross is on that bitch, <laughs> and yes, I do watch Channel Twenty Five. She was a beast, and her daughter. The apple does not fall from, from, far from the tree, G. 
Golly. Shout out to Rainbow. Shout out to Diane Ross. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, but she's still not Claire. What's, what's the difference between Rainbow and Claire, though? Claire was a little... When she was serious, you knew it. Her right. facial expression gave you that. Right. You know, she went off on Elvin so fast. Yeah. It was like, oh, wait a minute. What the hell did you just say? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Rainbow can't do that. She but, can't I mean, play. Right. She's totally a little bit more comical. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, totally I get that. I get time, that. And I think they did that for a reason. I think they made uh, Rainbow a little corny, yeah, a little yeah. soft. They made... Um, and she mixed on the show. Like, yeah. they really highlight the fact that she's not just all black. black. Right. And and Anthony, he, you know, he not yeah. so alpha nah, nah, nah. male-ish. Nah. And they did that for a reason. They don't want to put that out there. To put that there. image out there. Right. Like, so when you say Barack and Michelle. Right. You know what it is. You know. You know what did it is. Did you see Michelle's face during the inauguration? She's slugging too. I don't want to say uh, anything you know. disrespectful, but she's a beautiful queen as well. Um. All right. So, all right. Blackish or... Or the Obamas, man. What do y'all think is the the standard for black love, man? Is it real or is it reality, man? And do you think that we're starting to idolize the Obamas, man? Are we too in love with the Obamas? Is there such a thing? Do we yeah. give them too much credit? Because yeah. cause as soon as they fuck up. Well, he's not in office no more. So. But as soon as they fuck up. I've been hearing things about the littlest daughter. Like I saw a headline. You know it'd be some bullshit. But it was like. You want to know why Obama never talks about his youngest daughter? Click here. You know what I'm saying? So it's already these little things that they trying to, you know, plant seeds of doubt that they're not the per. I didn't. I'm not subscribing to that thought. Um, but it's all good. I think it all comes down to um, individual perspective, man. Let's go to spirituality real quick. All right. Y'all know that um, Bishop Eddie Long, man, one of the most influential pastors in the Atlanta area and maybe even in the nation, uh, passed away, I think, on the 15th of January. So rest in peace, uh, Bishop Eddie Long. And then, um, you know, what I'm saying hold your head to the Long family. But um, my question is, his five hour funeral being on Facebook <laughs> Live, man, is that like. An invasion of privacy, or is that just is that going to be the norm where we are s- streaming who, funerals? Who, 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 like a news channel, a news channel streamed it. Uh, who want to see it? All the tens of thousands <laughs> of viewers, apparently. Like, is that nigga really dead? Is that nigga dead? Who finna talk? You know what I'm saying? Did you see it? No, no. Because D D Curtis said he watched all five hours of it, and it made for very good. Uh, if we can call Facebook Live television, it made for very good TV, man. Okay. So, would you want your not, Would you want your funeral? Curtis, would you want your funeral I'm live? I'm a little concerned for anybody that sat and watched Facebook Live for, for five, five hours. hours. You don't have nothing else. Nothing. To do. It must have been from like two a.m. to seven a.m. You know those <laughs> hours. Those hours. <laughs> that nigga's porn is on. Why would you just turn to porn? You don't have to watch funerals. <laughs> you can easily watch porn. Get that load off and beat it. Beat asleep by quarter after three. Excuse me. <laughs> hey man, shout out to Pornhub. Listen, <laughs> this is my question: Would you want your Would you want your funeral lived? No, I don't even want to be buried. I want to be cremated. cremated. Check so you like, out. You know, check you out. Do a little dance, you know. Right. <laughs> somebody go blaze. Somebody go blaze. Reese when she done, man. They gonna cremated. sprinkle a little bit of ashes over <laughs> they demo and blaze a G. Hey. Listen, so my question is, um, 
for those that didn't hear it or for those that did, some of the most um, pointed moments in that particular funeral was Deion Sanders, Neon Deion, prime time, really? was at the funeral. And I was asking, like, why? But I remember he played for the Atlanta Falcons early in his career, okay. and I think that uh, Bishop Long took him under his wing, and he was, like, coaching him up, and he became the man. So we want to cut to a quick little snippet of what Deion had to say uh, during the funeral, man. So y'all check this out, man. This was a man's man. This man taught me how to face adversity. This man taught me how to stand in the midst of the storm. This man taught me so much of how to even be a man. I'm not foolish enough to think that it's not doubt, it's not indecisiveness, indecision in this house right now, but I want you to know this man is real and just perhaps, 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 all the media, all the naysayers, all the doubters, perhaps, perhaps you are wrong about this man. Because everything I'm saying, everything I'm regurgitating, everything I'm saying, I know to be a fact about this man. There it is. So, you know, Neon Dion, man, the prime time, got very emotional during the time that he spoke in in regards to the late great uh, Eddie Bishop Eddie Long. And he was like, you know, kind of set the table to be like, man, it's thousands, maybe tens of thousands of people here. And we know all of y'all are not here in support of this, man. Some of y'all are here on some, oh, really? man, ding dong, the witch is dead. So um, we want to know, we want to know uh, what his son, Ed, Edward Long, had to say so this is not eddie long jr this is edward long and what he had to say and he spoke immediately after prime time aka Deion sanders so let's cut to that clip and hear what the son of the late great deceased uh bishop eddie long had to say Deion, i appreciate you because you got up here and you said it how it is that for a lot of different mediums and platforms. The name Bishop Eddie Lee Long was used to make headlines, but he was our, and still is our lifeline. And so, before you begin to talk about somebody and say something sideways about somebody, decide to be Christ first and pray for him. Decide to be Christ first and go to them and see, what can I do to help you? Because I heard they said, and I'm trying still to figure out who the hell is they. And I want to announce to everybody the stream. And I, I'm no fool to think that everybody came in here today morning. But there are a few that came just to make sure that he was in a casket. There were a few that came just to see him. Uh, uh, with a little makeup and stuff, I'm just saying, okay, good, he's gone to rest. But I want to announce to you that the tomb is empty. <laughs> to the kingdom, Bishop Eddie Long was Michael Jackson of Prince to music, or Jordan of basketball, <laughs> Ali the boxing, no, you, you, you follow my drift. Trendsetter, muscle shirts, Mr. T starter set. Every hairstyle you can imagine. 
suit suits, bell bottoms, and then tight fittings. Just however you want it, he was going to give it to you. All things to all men. Because if it wasn't for his mentorship and his love and his leadership and his counsel and standing in the place for some of you all's biological father, what have you, that you literally would have been dead. You literally would have not been here today. You literally would have been deceased. And so I apologize to you. And understand that this man had an unconditional love. And so to all who have said something wild and crazy about him, I believe we can attest that he would say today, I forgive you. And I love you. And the same God that took me and washed me and bathed me through his son Jesus the Christ is still available to you right now. And so for some who may have came just to see him in a tomb, if you need to make amends, it's available to you now. We hold nothing against you but love. And that's the type of what to do that we still have to do, New Birth. I love you. All right, so that was none other than Eddie, I'm sorry, Edward Long, uh, a son of the late, great Bishop Eddie Long out of Atlanta, man. So rest in peace, man, and keep your head to the Long family. But my question is, regardless of the fact that, you know, people want to remember Bishop Eddie Long for what he did and or was it? What he did do for the community, but what he was accused of with the young men and da 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 da, you know, you can sensationalize it all you want to. My question is again, would you want your uh, funeral live? No, no. Is Facebook mm-hmm. live the new Netflix? No, nah, you can Snapchat me though. Is Facebook live? Yeah, she she the Snap Queen. She Snapchat the Snap Queen. Real quick. Please Snapchat don't get it delete. twisted. But what about is Facebook live the new Netflix? It's just too much. It's too much. Yeah. How so? Like, I've watched my personal friends. Mm-hmm. Then I watched, you know, Portia from the Atlanta Housewives. Right, right. She was sitting there watching the new edition movie, just holding the phone. Mm. Like, oh my girl. Getting her reactions to, to the movie. That's what that's what it was about. It was like you need some company or right, something. Right, right. I don't want to Lonely Broken Hearted. Yeah, man, that's just mm-mm, that's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit much, but like I said, but last me. week I saw a funeral, I saw a police chase. I saw El Chapo arriving in New York. You know what I'm saying? And it, well, it's, it's my favorite purposeful. channel. It's my favorite channel, man. It's I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Netflix, though, low key. Have you peeped how Netflix started off with the, all right, you can do the DVD, mail exchange, you can do three at a time, whatever, and you got the membership subscription. They was competing with Blockbuster, right? On the brick started and mortar shit. The right? Then they went to straight <laughs> streaming, blah, blah, blah. We're not mailing DVDs no more, but they had the all the movies. Now, if you try to search for certain things on Netflix, they don't have that shit. Like, if you try to see uh, Above the Rim, if you try to see White Men Can't Jump, what? Netflix does not have all the movies they used to have, G. They're moving more so. Been on Netflix. They're moving more so towards, all right, we got these types of movies, and if not, if you type it in, they'll be like, suggested. Because we don't have Above the Rim, but do you want to see no, uh, I mean, Basketball friends? Diaries? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't want to see no Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Look, I want to watch Snipes. Look, but are they offering something different? Like, maybe they're more off- TV shows? They're offering Netflix original series. And I think that's what they're moving towards is that we finna take this lane over and get you. Oh. Everybody in the world has Netflix. So I'm getting $10 a month off everybody in the world, regardless if you share accounts or whatever. They ain't even considering that. But now that we got y'all hooked and this is a part of your lifestyle... Now we're going to introduce these Netflix originals, and I think it's going to become exclusive. Like, that's all we offer. Well, and they dope. They dope. Don't, give me too, don't get it twisted. Them Netflix originals are dope, but it's like, I want to see other movies, well, too. Well, look, the reason that's awesome is because, you know, I'm a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So 
extraordinary. People can shop their films and Netflix. Direct to and, net. Yeah. Direct to flicks. There it is. Well, maybe that's the way, that's man. Up. All right, well, we're going to switch it up to health a little bit, man. So uh, just a reminder that the American Heart Association has issued a challenge called the Sugar-Free Wednesday Challenge. And uh, we just want to remind everybody to the greatest extent possible, stay away from bullshit-ass sugar products, man, on Wednesday and Wednesday only, and then we can build from there, man. But um, have you been sticking to it? Have you been paying attention to it? You've been trying this week? You tried? It went well? Yeah. All right, there we go. Um, And then I also, as it pertains to health, I looked up this. Well, actually, it came across my feed from a brother, uh, OJ, one of my frat brothers. He was talking about NPD, which is narcissistic personality disorder. Now, for those that are not familiar with this term, narcissism is like when, when Peter Griffin got real strong and had a strong jaw and lost all that weight and family guy. And he couldn't stop looking at the looking at himself in the mirror. And he was just so in love with himself. And I think the the tale of Narcissus goes, he was so beautiful that he used to go to the river every day and look at himself in the river until one day he fell in the river and died and drowned uh, because he was so captivated by his own beauty. It's a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. Yeah, straight like that. So pretty much what I said, but just in a more succinct manner. And some of the symptoms are uh, excessive need for admiration. They disregard a disregard for others feelings, an inability to handle any criticism and a sense of entitlement, grandiosity, lack of empathy, purity, power seeking behavior and ex- expectations to be treated as superior regardless of their actual status or achievements. Do you know anybody with NPD? No, but I have some of those. You have some of those traits? <laughs> D. Curtis knows somebody. He said he knows somebody. <laughs> oh wow! So you have some of the traits. Which ones? Or which one? Which trait do you have in NPD? So it says uh, need for admiration. Do you have that? No. Okay, I do. Um, disregard for others' feelings. No. All right, I do. Inability to handle any criticism. No. You take constructive criticism well. Yeah. Okay. Um, and a sense of entitlement. No. Yeah. Not so much. I'm, I don't feel entitled. I just get to it. Grandiosity, like man, just the bravado and the I'm the shit. A little bit, a little bit. I think that comes from her, her combination of personality, pizzazz, and, and looks. I would feel the same way. Um, lack of empathy. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Fuck your feelings. <laughs> do you feel like that? She laughed. Is that you? You kind of do. You kind of do. Sense of superiority. Do you feel equal or better than? Greater than. I don't be on that shit. I used to. I used to, but I grew out of it. Uh, Power-seeking behavior. You have to show that you're dominant. G's moving silence, man. Like, why would you have to ever throw your weight around when it's like, nigga, you know what it is. Um, And then what about expectation to be treated as superior? I think this is what D. Curtis is talking about. Uh, To be treated as superior regardless of your actual status or achievements. Yeah, yeah. You, you, You are that? relationships yeah okay okay so you haven't earned the crown but you want to be treated like a queen type thing yeah yeah i mean but you deserve to be i think it's uh faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen and you have you have to speak things as if they were you know what i'm saying so it's like man if you are a queen and you have the potential to be a queen get with it treat me like a queen and i will manifest into that i feel like i'm the same way man like i feel like i'm a i feel like by 2020 i'm gonna make at least 25 million dollars not saying just personally but just gross I'm going to gross $25 million. I definitely feel like I'm, I'm, you know, 
the, the, the Lord's most impactful and influential educational entertainment service provider ever. I'm, I'm, I'm walking after school special ass nigga. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Are. I just feel like that, That's V. And it's becoming, are. but it's happening though. But I've been felt like that. You know what I'm saying? When I was a shorty, I used to have an affinity for babies. And I'm a young, you know, nine year old, 12 year old maybe. And like babies always, a crying ass baby would come to me and get calm. And I was like, damn, well, younger people respond to me. And I peeped that early. And I never knew what that meant or what that was leading to, but now I kind of see it. And I just feel like, man, yeah, I do have an expectation not to be treated as superior, but my thing is, I know my worth, and I'm a, I'm a walk that way. Yeah. You yeah. need to know your worth, right. and I can't I can't do that, that for you. That I you can't do that know. for you. Straight like that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 my my son and my my daughter. Shout out to Calvin Leroy King the Fourth and, and Queen California. Um, they have a <laughs> they have a a, a brand uh, um, a lifestyle brand called Kinglish Royal Walk Royal Talk. So it's like, man, we speak royally and we walk royally. Because we kings by last name, but we also kings by by divine, by divinity. You know what right. I'm saying? So you got to get with the program or just get out of my way because I'm on that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to switch it up and we're going to end with um a couple questions of the week and relationships, man. So being Mary Jane, she said on there, well, actually, you kick it off because it's your show, man. So what's going on on uh, being Mary Jane okay, with Okay, so there was Gabrielle. an episode when um, she invited the guy she had been dating, right. dating, sleeping with. Yeah, fucking. Right. Um, she invited him to a gala, right? Right. So she told her boss the next day, yeah, I'm bringing my guy. She was like, oh, the comedian? Right. <laughs> like straight distant. Right. Like, that's the nigga the low level it. nigga, right. <laughs> so she was like, oh, oh, so she, you know, up front uninvited him. I was like, I'm going to be really busy. I'm going to be working. Right. You're not going to like this. Right. He was cool with it, right? He, no, he said it's not because of another right. man. Yeah. She was like, no, I mean, because it wasn't. Right. But, of course, she gets caught coming back. Somebody dropping her off, you know, it's another dude. But um, I just felt bad for him. Like, how does it feel to be invited to something, right? And then uninvited? Like, right. what do you do? Uh, you don't come. You know what I'm saying? Because you go where you are celebrated and not tolerated. It has been always been okay, my mantra. So would you have? <laughs> would you call and uninvite her, or would you call and be like, "Yo, something came up last minute. I, I can't. I'm, I got to cancel it." As, as tough as it is, honesty is always the best policy. So whatever the case is, you got to let Mars know, like, man, you uninvited. And if they don't accept that, you might have to drill down a little bit. Like, well, you're uninvited because not for this reason. And they're like, well, if it's not for another dude, then what is it for? It's like, well, nigga, you're lower class compared to the people that are going to be there if you really want to know. But all I really needed to tell you was you're uninvited. You should have just kept it moving. But since you want to know, here it is. Well, I'm glad you're honest. Yeah. You. I mean, like I said, it's easier said than done. I haven't been in that situation. So I could easily say that. And I get in a situation and lie like a motherfucker. Yeah, not answer my you. phone. I'm going to lie. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> it's easy to I say. I would want to do that. that yeah. conversation. Yeah, it's tough. Don't ask me why. I don't want to. I don't have time. I don't want to explain right now. Yeah. Let's talk about it later. So, yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm not going to well, At least you honest about being dishonest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Kate Michelle, man. What's going on with her stinking ass? <laughs> What's going on? Wait, her friend snatched her wig off. <laughs> on what? In life or on the show? On the show. Oh, shit. The girl that I told you. Um, okay, so she had this meeting with her girlfriend, right? This the Delta chick from FAM that's bodied up. Uh, uh, what's it called? Love Artificially. Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and anyway, her girlfriend was like, you know, I don't think you should marry Dr. Sims. That's the guy who she engaged to. True. She was like, why? You know, why you don't like him? She was like, I just think he's lame and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, goofy. I think you don't want that. Besides, we just fucked two days ago. Ooh. And even K. Michelle was like, 
So what? You right, know, what right. you bringing that up for? Did you did you <laughs> wash up afterwards? I'm good. Nigga moves. Oh yeah. I was like, good oh yeah. Job. Straight nigga moves. <laughs> Z. I, I I ain't for that. Z. Like after after one of my guys done hit, I'm kind of straight on that particular chick, man. That's just me though. You know what I'm saying? Because I know. Some of my guys, man, like I don't want to well, go up in that after friends. that. You okay. know, they're not friends. Oh, they're not friends. Her fiance and her friend are not friends. They don't even know each other. Okay. But basically, K Michelle was like, you know, I do what I do. He know that. Okay. When I want to tap into that, I will. And right. When I don't, I don't. But I don't want you. And she was very clear about right. that. Right. She said, "Let's be clear. Let job. the record show." Okay. Well. Sticking on relationships and closing out the show, again, we thank y'all for tuning in to This, That, and the Third each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock right here on Urban Broadcast Media. And you can always catch us any time of the day on SoundCloud and or iTunes. The question of the week, we have two of them this week, and one uh, comes from The View, and it is, what do women and or men think about during sex? Reese? What do you think? I think it depends on who you're having sex with, right? So, okay, like, if you, okay, okay. If you're having sex with your main, you know what I'm saying, you thinking like... What I mean, I think when you have sex with Jermaine and you used to it and this and that, you kind of thinking like, man, is the game over no, or no, do no. I still have time well, to catch the fourth quarter? Right. And like I'm saying, it depends on the chick. Like if I'm smashing a chick for the first time or well, a couple of early times, yeah, you like, man, does she notice my thing's a little off center or <laughs> does she notice the curve or, you know, say, like you, you're more in tune with their response to the sex. Okay. But once you get comfortable with it, I think my mind tends to wander and just kind of be like, like what do you about. I, it, it don't be nothing in particular like man i might be like man i'm beating this shit up you know what i'm saying it, but it might it's, it's not it's not nothing crazy i remember one time man i felt like i was watching myself have sex because i was like rooting like damn nigga you are in that shit but you know what i'm saying after you had sex with somebody for a long time you just kind of like eh Let's get, you know what I'm saying? Let's get to it. Bet, what Bernie Mac say? Better get yours. I got mine, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But when it's new, I think you just so expressive and trying to explore and trying to impress that person so much that you focused on the task at hand. At least I am. Mm. That new new. That's why it's nothing better than new pussy. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing better than pussy than new pussy. I I think we're going to say, well, nah, I want to know your response though. What do you think about when you get your back beat out? Excuse me. Hello there. <laughs> this, look, is this thing on? Is this thing on? I'm sleepy. You sleepy? Tell, get the people some. Oh, you sleep? I'm Yo, sleepy. shit. Really? Damn. All right. Favorite position then? Um, Doggies. Yep. Back. You know it. You know it. You know it. That's that. That's that leverage. She like that leverage, and she got all the backside to throw it back. Look at he said, rah, 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 rah. Hey, I heard somebody, I ain't gonna name no names, talk about man, as long as she sit on my face and let me guess who it is. That's my favorite position. Who said that? That's very intimate. And on that note, man, we're gonna get up out of here. This has been another episode <laughs> of This, That, the Third on Urban Broadcast Media, oh, man. Yeah. Starring your boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese Piece of Peanut Butter Cup. Check us every single Friday at 8 o'clock right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Download the Urban Broadcast Media app. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Go to the website, urbanbroadcastmedia.com, and definitely check us out on SoundCloud and or iTunes by searching This, That, and the Third. It's been a lovely uh, opportunity to serve you all, man, this evening, man, and we think you will tune in next week at 8 o'clock, same bat time, same bat channel. Signing out one time for your boy. It's the boy Calvin L. King and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup. See y'all later. Be safe. Y'all join us next week and have a safe weekend, man. One love on behalf of This, That, and the Third and Urban Broadcast Media. Peace.